game begin. Hi, and welcome to episode 20 of Dadgum Nerds, your podcast for family first fanboy fun. I am your host, Andrew, and joining me tonight are my fellow dads, Kevin. What up? Trip. Snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? <laughs> <laughs> and Brett. Hey guys, how you doing? Well, hey, here in just a moment, we're going to come clean and fess up about the must-see movies that we've yet to see, but totally should. Guys, we're absolutely going to get roasted on this. Like, yeah, I think we the will. listeners are Bring just going to put us on a spit and roast us over the fire. Bring it on. Every I think everybody has movies that they're ashamed they've not seen. So we're all in the same boat together. This yeah, is but we're the ones. Place. We're the ones who are confessing, announcing. So it. we're the ones that are going to get. <laughs> And we're also hosting a podcast, so yeah. Yeah. When we call ourselves nerds, (laughs) for shame. Before we get started, though, I actually wanted to address an error that we had from last week. We don't have those. Yeah, of course, we're flawless. Um, We're nerds, remember? Yeah. In our previous episode, we stated that Tamura Morrison, who has played Boba Fett for like all of two shots so far in The Mandalorian, (laughs) uh, and Moana's dad and Moana... Uh, was also the singing voice for Moana's dad. Well, it turns out an eagle-eared fan of the podcast, Kyle, has informed us that Tamora Morrison was, in fact, not the singing voice. What? Wah, wah, wah. Cue dramatic music. That honor goes to Chris Jackson, who played George Washington in the musical Hamilton. Hey-o. Oh, okay. Lin-Manuel per- Miranda. I almost said parent. Lin-Manuel... That dude from just, Hamilton pulling stop, those Hamilton strings. Stop while you're ahead, Trip. Um, haven't yeah. seen Hamilton, and I'm not ashamed I haven't seen Hamilton. Yeah, same here. Yeah, I haven't either. I so haven't either. I've uh, seen some. I've heard some songs, but I never really. It wasn't enough for, to make me want to see it. No. Well, guys, hmm. if you were waiting for Boba Fett to break into a Disney ballad uh, about his deepest desires, then you're probably out of luck now. Oh man, I know. Uh, all that to say, thank you, Kyle, for writing in and keeping us on the straight and narrow. Much appreciated. Thanks, Kyle. <laughs> Point. Well, before we jump into our discussion, anything happened to you guys in dad life this week? Yeah, I can give you a Mac story for a change. Okay. I'm trying to mix it up a little bit so I don't... <laughs> not like, not a Molly story this week. So I don't scar Molly, right? <laughs> so Max is five, and we're all getting ready for the day, day or two ago. I don't remember which one it was. And it's around seven o'clock in the morning, and he's... Was that a Tuesday? Ar- it might have been. And rolling around in the living room, and he said yet another sentence I have never heard in my 42 years of life. So out of nowhere, he just yells, oh, man, I really need someone to fart right now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why he needed someone to what? fart. What? But in, what context is, in what context does that sentence work? He's five years old. Know. There is no context. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> that way yeah. lies madness. I, mean, so, I just need someone to clear a room for me. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, what. that's it's like maybe he thought of a joke or maybe he just wanted to laugh. You know, because I mean, he's, well, he's a boy. So farts just I was going to I was going to I was about to say he's a kid. So farts are funny. But let's be real. If we're if you're a dude, it's farts. Yeah, are funny. Farts, no always, what. farts are funny. Right. Always. <laughs> so my wife did something. Uh, my poor wife. God bless her. I, I kind of pick on her with the show. But I think it's just because we are now parents that our minds are starting to either turn to mush or transform into some new evolution. I don't oh, know. I'm slowly losing so, my mind. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we were sitting at the dinner table. Uh, and to give you a little bit of context, um, our, our son Josiah is going through a phase where um, a lot of times if he wants to be picked up and, and cries, 
uh, my wife will do something like, oh, now, now poo, poo. That's, that's not very, you know, I can see right through you. Is your mother 80, is your wife 83 years old? (laughs) No, but she born in 1942. So we were sitting at the dinner table and she was, she was listening to Josiah whining about something. And so she was in just a strange absence of her mind pointed right at him and, and was like, Hey, Hey, you poo poo. Hey, poo poo. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at her like, sweetheart, what did you call our child? Hey, you? <laughs> it, I'm like, Oh, sweetheart. It's, it sounds like you married June Cleaver, but <laughs> the anger and the frustration is catching up with her and she's morphing into something much more dangerous. It was, a, it was adorable and stunning at the same time. I love you, sweetheart. It, it anyway, sounded it more funny. like a command. It sounded more like a command. Yeah. Like, Your hey, spouse you, is evolving. Poo poo. Get it out. Yeah. But I do Faith stuff like that to my kids uh, all the time. Oh yeah. And, and the crazy thing is they know who I'm talking to. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, I'll, just, I'll, just, now. I'll just yell out some random thing. Like, hey, pig breath. And pig they're like, breath. yeah, dad, what's up? It, it could be anything. It could <laughs> they be anything. respond to that? Oh, yeah. And, and like, they know who I'm talking to every single Why? time. Wow. That's awesome. Hey, you, Caforkelfish. Like, yeah, Caforkelfish. dad, what's up? Like, I could say anything. And they Why know, did like, you yeah, even hey, dad, name up? them? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I picked most well, of their names anyways. He's got to enroll I, them in college tell you that as well. Yeah, um, this is true. Yeah, so, it's yeah, more fun that way. That way I don't have to, like, if I mix up a name, it's... Because you will mix up a name when you have multiples. You will call your oldest, your youngest, and your boy, your girl, and your girl, your boy. You'll, you're going to mix up names. I've already called kids. Theodore, our dog's name, Atlas, multiple times. So, yeah. yeah. It's going to happen. <laughs> so if you just throw a random name out there, like, especially if you want something done, as long as somebody answers and does it, cool. I, I really don't care who shows up as long as someone does the thing. That sounds like, I don't care who shows <laughs> up. <laughs> Pro tip from oh, Kevin. Yeah. Well, hey, enough Faith dad talk. Got- Let us get into the discussion. We'll be right back right after this break. Did you know Dagum Nerds has merch? Well, if you'd like a Dagum Nerds t-shirt, sweater, hoodie, water bottle, sticker, or even a fanny pack to really show off that dad bod, head to dagumnerds.com slash store. It's the perfect way to support the show and rock that dad swag. Again, that's dagumnerds.com slash store. You'll never know what's in store. All right, guys. So when we say movies we're ashamed we've never seen, what exactly does that entail? I think it's movies that we would we really want to see, or they're really famous movies, and the crowd has seen it, and we're kind of that silent majority that's like, uh, yeah, I haven't seen that. Yeah, mine was more of like, I call myself a nerd. I should have probably seen these movies in my lifetime. Same. Whether I want to see them or not is irrelevant. They're it's just really enough probably should have seen this movie as popular as they are. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in agreement with uh, with Kevin. For me, it was just like, OK, wh- what are movies that get referenced a lot in popular culture or, you know, like Big Bang Theory, for example, or, um, you know, movies that came out that like everybody went to go see. Everybody was talking about it and I never managed to make it. So mm. stu- like there's a few of them on here that I have. Uh, some excuse because they were before my time. And then there are others that I have no excuse <laughs> whatsoever. Yep. That's sometimes worse. The ones that are before your time. Cause you really have like the entirety of your life to say as an <laughs> opportunity to see that film. And you just, well, haven't. when I list them, you can feel free to judge me. 
Oh, me too. Like mine's are pretty <laughs> epic for sure. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's just kick off this list. Trip, what is your number three pick for top movies that you have or shame that you have never seen? Star Trek II, Wrath of Khan. Khan! Oh, wow. Exactly. Trip. Yeah. Well, okay. Trip. One. You did a Star Trek episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did. I did. And I feel <laughs> like I mostly stayed on. You actually did. Uh, yeah, I think I actually stayed mostly on my knowledge of like Deep Space Nine and, and uh, The Next Generation. But if I'm wrong, everybody go back and listen to that. So why have you uh, not seen Wrath of Khan? Never got around to it. You know, when it was like. I was always aware of it. And then somewhere in the grand scheme of things, I was aware of like little facts like Leonard Nimoy directed it. And, um, you know, the, 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 the fact that Spock died and then the con moment, Spoiler alert. uh, well, you know, it came out in 1867. So if you haven't seen it by now, I just, <laughs> sorry. Um, but, uh, <laughs> it's, it's been out for a long time anyway. Uh, I don't know. You know, when I was a kid, the, the opportunities I had to watch it were on AMC while I was flipping through channels, but it was an old movie and it wasn't a cartoon or it wasn't flashy enough Therefore and it was, it was too stupid. slow. These effects aren't well, special. Well, at the time, yeah. Yeah, these are, there's nothing <laughs> special about these effects. <laughs> um, so at the time, it just, it absolutely had no, um, it had no appeal to me. But truth be told, I'm not the biggest Star Trek fan in the world. I'm sorry if anybody's mm. foaming at the mouth yeah. right now. Uh going into seizures or anything like that, but twitch, I, twitch, I just, twitch, twitch. I don't know what to tell you. It's not, it's just not on my list. It's well, just it not wants. something that I have. It, it absolutely okay. does yeah. need to be on your list because like of all of the, what six motion picture yeah. star treks that are out there, that really is the best one. Okay. Do I need any context? Do I have to go back and watch the first one before? Not that? necessarily. They do mm, reference no. an episode from the original series, but if you just know that they basically beat the bad guy and he has a grudge. Okay. You're good. You're good to go. You don't need to watch it. I mean, right. hence the name of the movie. Don't need it's to watch it. I'll watch that as soon as I watch three amigos. <laughs> yeah. yeah. With three amigos should be so much higher on your list than wrath of Khan. Well, the that, that only, is your only number one pick, right? For a plethora of reasons. The only thing that I have, the only thing that I've laughed at so far in Three Amigos is when Steve Martin is trying to get Martin Short and Chevy Chase's attention. He's going, "Hey, hey, look up here, look up here, look up here, look up here, look up here." Yeah. Okay, so back back to Wrath of Khan. Oh yeah, sorry. Great film. You just need to see it. I'm pretty sure you can find it on Amazon for like almost nothing. They may even include it on like a freebie. You can probably find it on YouTube. There Does is a hold strong up fans argument to be made that saying that Into Darkness <laughs> was a weaker movie than Wrath of Khan. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Wrath of Khan is definitely the stronger movie in my it opinion. It still holds up. I will I will be the first to admit that it is not a perfect film, but it still very much does hold up. It's still a strong film, okay. though, yeah. Okay. All right. yeah, if, if you, you, like are, if you are a Star Trek fan, it is absolutely worth your time. If you're not a Star Trek fan, yeah. that's the key. That's yeah, the key right that, there. That Keep is, it at the yeah. bottom of your queue if you're not a Star Trek fan. Okay. Uh, you guys are killing me. I Brett, speak truth. Yes. Brett, what is your number three pick of movies that you are ashamed that you have not seen? I'm a fan of Miyazaki films and I have not seen Spirited Away. Are you even a fan of Miyazaki films if I, you've not seen Spirited I Away? I am so sorry. And the thing is, I have no excuse for it. I really don't. I mean, you, Andrew, are a huge Miyazaki fan and have told mm. me about all these different movies. And I've just not seen that one. I need to go. I don't know. 
to, I, I've searched for it in different places, but you either have to rent it. So I'm like, well, do I need to go look at it in the library? And by the time I go through all of that a in my library. mind, I'm like, what's a, li- what's a library? Oh, you are a nerd. Oh, if you're checking oh, yeah. movies out of the library. Oh, yeah, we've got some nice libraries down here in Noonan. Just saying. We do. We do. Yeah, I've never seen it either. I've, I've seen bits and pieces of it, and I am a, I'm a fan of Miyazaki too. But um, wait, that's one just I no, I never saw it. Now I look, I've seen I've seen my friend Totoro. I've seen um, uh, uh, what, what was it? Um, Princess Mononoke, Mononoke, and Mononoke, and the Howl's Howl's, Howl's, Howl's Castle. Castle. Howl's Castle. Howl's Howl's Castle. Spirited Away that was just is like a, Miyazaki's I've, opus. That I've thing. only seen so I've only beautiful. seen Princess Mononoke. I've only seen. I, Wow. Oh my gosh, am I the only one here who has seen Spirited Away? Yep, you're the right. only one who's an animation oh my major, gosh. dude. <laughs> but Dishonor yeah, on you, Dishonor on your cow. cow. <laughs> <laughs> you guys suck. Ah, I've seen, I saw bits and pieces when Cartoon Network was showing a bunch of Miyazaki films, but I yep. never got around to watching the, you know, same reason I never got around to watching Wrath of Khan. I was like, oh, there's something else on over here. Gosh, well, I'll I'll tell you what, uh, we've talked about Miyazaki, we've (laughs) talked about Miyazaki previously on the show, but what he does exceptionally well is he captures this childlike wonder and innocence in all of his animations. It's truly some of the most most breathtaking 2D hand-drawn animation that I've ever seen. He catches little details so utterly perfectly and just makes all of his characters come to life now you have i've said this last time i did it if you ever watch anything by miyazaki you have to check your western brain at the door oh yeah because these films are unabashedly japanese sure andrew Um, your entire posture just changed yeah your 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 shoulders hunched you got closer to the microphone you started pinching your fingers together to make a point like that was this was that was some great a nerding nerding out right there (laughs) Um, all no, of you guys need to see it. All of you guys suck. Just okay, go watch we, it. we need to we need to take a break. Uh, <laughs> in all honesty, cool down. Yeah, calm down. <laughs> Have a sip of water. Put um, some water in your head or something, dude. <laughs> Kevin, what is your number three pick? So some people might think, based off my admitting a couple weeks ago, that Into the Spider Verse would be on this list. Hmm. But I've since seen it. So okay, oh, good. Oh, so it's not on this list. Good. For so super quick, what'd you think? Yeah. Uh, there's parts I really liked and parts that I really didn't like. Okay. Enough said on that. Yeah. So this is probably the most epic list that you will hear. Mm -hmm. Just listening to Trip and uh, Brett already. So this one Mm. is a movie that's been out longer than I've been alive. And every nerd, many nerds talk about this and film nerds talk about this as well. 2001, A Space Odyssey. Never seen it. Despise it. That is a classic. Mm. Oh, Wow. Strong words. I've never seen it either. There are very few movies I despised. That one (laughs) I felt like was an absolute waste of my time. Why do you just, but why do you despise it? Like, what is it about the movie that makes you despise it? Because they focused so hard. Sell me. They focused so hard on the camera angles that the story was slower than cold molasses in December. It was, it, it, and, it, and the ending made absolutely no sense. In the freezer at the North Pole. <laughs> the last fourth of the movie is a complete drug trip <clears throat> into nothingness. It makes absolutely no sense. So yeah, they lead you up to something that you think is going to be this massive reveal and nothing is revealed. It was, uh, it was so infuriating. But from a film nerd, like visually from, from that's a what film, I hear. Yeah. This is, sure. this is where I'm going to kick in because okay. some of the technical prowess that is in that movie 
would absolutely work today. Uh, there are shots that they accomplished that I still to this day don't know how they did. There's a, a section sure. at the end and to Brett's point, it does look like you're on some serious mushrooms while you know, it's for like a 10 minute sequence that happens mm-hmm. probably longer. Mm. Uh, but when you look up how they did that, because they didn't have digital effects back right. then. Sure. When you look up how they created some of those effects, it's like, oh my gosh, it blows your mind on how they pull this off. So like, I get it. I, Brett, I'm with you. The story and the pacing, I'm like, what am I watching? Period. Yep. And for what purpose? Because this is the same reason why I don't, I'm not a fan of Picasso. Because is he talented? Yeah, he, he's talented. I won't deny it, but it's just but like, his paintings what? make no sense. <laughs> yeah, what am I looking at right no, now? No, that's Jackson Pollock for me. Um, anyways, uh, gotta, be, gotta be a first to make the money. Yeah, yeah. no joke. Yeah. Um, is that the one with Hal Nine Thousand? The uh, he's, Hal, he's, yeah, yeah. He's I'm not reading sure the. Um, he's reading I'm not the, sure lyri- if it's the, 9, the lips 000, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it 9, is. That's, it is yeah. nine thousand. Yeah, I, I did go back and watch the trailers to everyone on my list, and I was like, oh. There's some cool shots in here, but outside of that, oh like, yeah, even the trailer, I'm like, dude, this is. I, I there's no way I'm gonna watch this. They they majored in the minors, is what I think happened here. They they got so focused on the camera work that they missed the story and lost my interest. Done. However, if you are Fair. a film nerd, I will say there is a lot of value on how this film was shot at its time. This came out at I think oh, 1968. Sure. 68. 68. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no argument there. Just no argument before there. Star Wars. And when you look at the effects that they That's pulled off, point, yeah. when you look at it through the lens of the 60s, it blows your mind that they were able to accomplish all that they did. So uh, while it's not my favorite storytelling, you can't deny that the production quality on this thing, and it's absolutely worth at least one watch purely for what it did for cinema. Okay, then it's... It's a lot like canned spinach. It's healthy for you, but will you enjoy it? Go for it. <laughs> canned spinach? Where did go you Popeye. come up with all of go these? Popeye. Jumping all over the place right now. Where did now? you come up know. with this? I'm just angry. Poo-poo! I'm just angry! <laughs> and the first thing I thought of was Picasso and spinach. <laughs> My number three pick that I'm ashamed that I've seen is not necessarily because uh, the global audience says that I should see this movie, though I I have heard of many fans of this. Uh, It's primarily because Kevin has touted this movie on multiple occasions here on Dadgum Nerds. And I'm ashamed to say that I have not seen it yet. It's Willow. Watched that movie last week again. I've not Mm. seen it either. It's it's a fun, it's it's slow, but it's awesome. If you like little, if you're a fan of little people, you'll love this movie. I think the reason, though, that I have not seen Willow is that it kind of falls in the same category as like the Dark Crystal and um, Labyrinth. I've never seen it. It's better than both of those. It's better than both. It's that it's got Dark Crystal is really good. It's very different. I would say it's more Labyrinth. But that 80s really dark fantasy. Mm -hmm. Everything's kind of just brown. For lack of a better term. Some of it is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, those between those three films like Labyrinth the dark crystal and willow i call i all kind of lump them into the same category because they all look and feel really similar and i think that's just why i haven't gotten around to watching willow yet well i haven't seen it either i'm curious about what y'all why we should watch this so willow is a a medieval film about this basically dwarf they call him an elwin in this world sorcerer is starting to defend this baby from this evil queen rapidly losing interest no, actually, that's, that's I'm a fan of fantasy, so go for so it. So it's a Lucas. So George Lucas 
is involved and is directed by Ron Howard. Cool. I didn't it very realize much, Howard directed yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. It, it very much has the same feel as a new hope where it has, you feel like it could have been part of a trilogy, but it has a solid end okay. in mm-hmm. case it didn't take off. Okay. It starts, it starts really slow. They're getting really ready to create a series for Willow on Disney plus directed by Ron Howard. Wow. Oh. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It has some really cool elements, some really cool different visual effects in it as well. This came out in the eighties, lots of puppetry, lots of camera work and for, for the nerds of you and all. Um, but it's a fun, doesn't take itself seriously medieval tale of this little guy trying to defend this baby meets up with a swordsman. Now see, it's that fun. sounds, yeah. that sounds like a really fun movie. Sounds like, like an yeah. episode of Dungeons and Dragons. You Honestly. could say that. You could say that. You could yeah. say that. Or Lord yeah. of the Rings. Same when fantastical said, stuff. Good point. When you say Ron, How- when you said Ron Howard, you got my interest back. Honestly, yeah. So yeah, he I directed it. it. Um, yeah, George, it's 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 in the Lucasfilm. So Disney owns it. You can find it for free on Disney Plus right now. Oh, but, okay. And yeah. Kevin is it enough to win over Andrew. The thing is, Kevin, yeah. is that you have something in your uh, working in your favor right now. Is that my wife says that she is willing to watch Willow again. Hey. Again, see, I knew so I she her. has seen it. It's been a while. She's, when I told her that this is one of the three films that I was going to be mentioning, she said, I'd watch that again. Yeah, let's do it. So yeah, good. there's probably it starts a- really slow. OK, good it's, to know. So, so just be aware of that. It starts really slow. OK. Perfect. Well, uh, there's probably a good chance that I'll be seeing this within the next. I don't know. And just lots. And, and like Star Wars, there's lots of biblical parallels in the story. If you hmm. look at it. Interesting. Cool. Hmm. All right. Sounds good. Well, all right. Moving on to our number two good. picks here. Number, Trip. What is your number two pick? I have seen neither Alien or Aliens. Wow. Oh, yeah. That hurts. Yeah. That hurts. Never seen the. Oddly enough, I've seen, I've wasted my time with movies like so Alien versus Predator. Uh, <laughs> with, um, that is a big I've waste. Seen, I've seen Prometheus, but I haven't seen. seen Alien? And, and I think I've seen Alien 3. The one written by oh, Joss Whedon. Oh my word! That one's well, awful. I had a I had a buddy of mine back in college that was a huge Joss Whedon fan before I even knew who the guy was, and he was a fan of the writing in that movie. And he was like, "You gotta watch Aliens Three. It's just it's fun and it's it you know the what the, is the, he the, sna- and the snappy wrong. the snappy patter is good." So I watched it and I thought it had its moments, but yeah, I've never gotten to I gotten so around to seeing. Any of the, <laughs> I've never gotten around to seeing any of the originals, the the ones that started at all. Wow. Well, yeah. well, here's here's the deal. The difference between the first two, the first one is just a flat up horror movie, right? The the it's, more, it's more horror in thriller. Space it's a movie. it's a suspense thriller horror yeah. movie, sort of. Yeah. A, Wh- a which one's Ridley those. Scott and which one's James Cameron? Uh, Ridley Scott was the first one, and James Cameron okay. was Aliens. Because and you're I, missing some solid Spaceball references if you haven't seen those movies. True. <laughs> Although I thoroughly I've enjoyed the second one better. What? <laughs> I've not seen it either. <laughs> Twofer. Yeah. All right. Oh, there you go. go. But I thoroughly going, enjoyed the second one Migos. better. So if you if you want to watch the first one, if you're like into the horror thriller stuff, you can. But you could actually skip that one and go to the second one. The second one know. is strong enough to stand on its own. So some of the moments that are in Alien are just incredible. Like I'm not usually one for a super scary movie. Yeah, uh, I'm I stay away from horror like it's the plague. Yeah, me too. But I would watch Alien again because it is suspenseful. 
Okay. Um, I don't the, know why it, Spaceballs isn't it on either of your lists yet. It it kind of falls I, in that category of Jaws to where you don't Jaws really know awesome. exactly what's after you. Jaws is awesome. Um, Jaws is awesome. Yeah, it is. That'd be great. Brett, have you seen, seen Jaws? Jaws? Yeah, I've seen Jaws. Okay, and sure. Alien Aliens had some moments that there's still a moment in particular that involves um, uh, mobile turrets and watching oh, an ammo oh, count. Oh, oh. That, oh, that to this day, like, oh, is like, it, it, I, man, well, hang on, I don't, don't diamonds, explain man. it too much because I'm afraid, I'm afraid that I'm envisioning it way different than it is. And I don't want to be let down when I finally okay, see so it. Both Go of watch these films, Magos and Spaceballs first. Both of these films, oh Alien and Aliens, there's a reason that they've been mentioned so many times. I don't have an excuse. I really don't because there were so many other mo- movies in that genre with the alien title on it that I've seen. And I've actually watched a lot of alien fan films like like y- the huh. year oh. last year, last year, um, 20th Century Fox or the year before they commissioned a series of short films made by made by fans hmm. and they were professionally done and they were good. You sent me the Batman versus alien trailer. That one's that's yeah, Batman. That one's... No, 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 that's, that's Batman versus predator for There's starters. Batman versus Joker uh, versus predator and aliens are in it as well. Oh, then for... alien shows up. You're right. 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 But that is but awesome. My point is, is that and that's, I wasn't even thinking of that one, but you should, it's really um, good. I've never, I've seen all these things and I've never seen the source material. So I'm, wow. I'm sorry. Just I'll oh. take my licks. <laughs> well, it's funny that you saw all the worst ones first. So if you could trudge yeah. through all of those and still have a, a small amount of interest. Uh, yeah, that's right. Also, Go for it. Yeah. All right. Brett, number two pick. I have not seen Memento. <laughs> what I other Nolan movies have you seen before I judge you? <laughs> other Chris Nolan movies? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I've seen the Batman series. I've seen. Doesn't count. Uh, Inception. <laughs> it doesn't really. Uh, okay. Interstellar. Okay. Have you seen uh, Dunkirk? All right. All right. Uh, no, but I've wanted to see Dunkirk. I heard it was really good. It is exceptionally done. Yeah. You know what else is good? Memento. Mm -hmm. Memento (laughs) is exceptional. There's, there's why I'm ashamed I've not seen it. There's a reason that Christopher Nolan got put on the map because of this Because of that film. Yeah. 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 Wow. That was. Do you know anything about it, Brett, at all? Yeah. I hear all the scenes basically are placed backwards in the movie. Mm -hmm. So you start with the end. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. It's a brilliant concept I, th- I, th- I don't know why i haven't seen it yet i went through film school and haven't seen it I, that's why i'm ashamed i haven't seen it okay the, the ending might bother you the the or i guess i should say the technically the the beginning <laughs> might bother you the end of the movie might bother you a little bit but it you know it, it's it's such a well-told story um that never really you you always are able to keep up with what's happening even though it's being told in reverse it's wow. it's very it's always um you never feel like you've lost the plot and there's something about seeing i have always really appreciated seeing filmmakers who are constrained by budget make something really special creatively mm-hmm. yeah. um, because that was like vintage. No, that was Nolan right before he started doing big budget stuff. He did yeah. following memento insomnia. And then he, he started the Batman series. And from then on, he's just done stuff with huge, whatever budget. he wants. Right. But yeah. watching that guy tell a story um, with just people, on camera and and tell it the most unique yeah. way possible. It's it's yeah. incredible. Oh, and, and tenant and tenant. I saw tenant too. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I've yet to see that one. I really want to. What I what I have appreciated about 
Christopher Nolan specifically in this movie is that the the backwards thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um it has a reason and it. it's not just yes. there for the sake of it's not, storytelling. I'm not showing it backwards to show it backwards. I don't, I'm, not, right. I'm not spoiling anything by saying that the main character has short-term memory loss um, yeah. in this, in this film. So what mm-hmm. ends up happening is that every time that it goes back in time, it goes back to another scene or another segment. It kind of picks up like a, okay, where am I with mm-hmm. the main character? And it's exactly what the audience is doing too. Mm-hmm. sometimes to brilliant sometimes to comical effect yes yeah like every, there's one or two moments in there where he's trying to get his bearings and it's actually funny mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. interesting I, i'm okay. not sure if that was the point or not because <laughs> most of it's not funny no right not at all no, most not at all right all right kevin what is your number two pick came out in 1984 so this is my newest movie on my list and it came okay. out in 1984 which i hmm. think is older than all of you um <laughs> Dune. Ah, oh, never I've not it. seen that either. Yeah. Excited for the new one. <laughs> Excited I, for the reboot. Yeah. I'd, okay. I'd rather ne- watch it. Never saw the 80s all version. over again. Okay. Well, it, it, there it's, you go. It's the 80s. There you go. So I have um, admittedly, I've not seen all of this film. I've seen most of it. Um, hmm. My father-in-law uh, had it on TV at one point in time. I like passively watched it from the dining room as he's sitting out in the hmm. living room. <laughs> you didn't want to um, talk to him. You didn't want to like say, hey. No, I just kind of was sitting there and just was comfortable at the time. And so I was like, I'll just were you going, ma- you know? So were you married at a time? Was he your father-in-law yeah, this, at this time? This happened, I think, within the last year, actually. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, that's yeah. actually how he met his wife. He saw that Dune, <laughs> he saw that Dune was on in this guy's house and he just randomly wandered <laughs> in. in. Yeah. This is, well, this you is you do movie. different things when you're courting <laughs> right. than when that's you're right. married. This is, like, really do true. I need to get in there and wash it with this dude? Because yeah. <laughs> I haven't married his daughter yet, but man, like that movie. Looks I really like a want wash. him to like me. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's go talk about Dune. Dune, I think, is a movie that came out. The 84 version is a movie that yeah. came out ahead of its time. Because when I watched it, obviously, it hasn't aged very well in certain respects. Mm-hmm. It's, again, kind of that 80s fantasy where they're still trying to figure out what the crap works. Well, it's based off books, right? It is. It's based yeah. off a very uh, pretty popular book series. Yeah. Um, that's uh, apparently uh, quite voluminous. He, uh, that's a big uh, word. Yes. He has many volumes of this thing and they're apparently pretty thick books. I remember watching this and seeing a lot of promise in it. And I'm like, okay, I can understand why people like this, but to see the 2021 trailer that's getting ready to Uh come out um, by Dallas Villanueva, I think is the way you say his name. Denny. Denny. Yeah. That that guy. Denny's moons. It looks really, really promising. Um, And I think they have the ability to tell this story. Uh, in a way that it really deserves to be told. Sure. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to look at the 80s one without seeing Sting the entire time. I would yes. just... <laughs> sting. That's Sting. Sting. <laughs> like, that's all that would be going through my head the entire time. It's, oh, man. All right. Moving on. My number two pick is I've never seen the never-ending story. I've never seen all of it. Oh, oh. I don't know how, good. but you've seen some how. of it, right? You've I have seen, some, seen of some of it. The only scene that I've seen is actually that super sad moment that is inside of it. Artax! Uh, I know. Artax! And even outside of context, like, it is a very sad moment. Well, yeah. Wait yeah, till you see rough. it in context, because you will bawl your lovely little eyes out. Uh, no, I don't know about that, but it's But sad. again, mm-hmm. it kind of falls, I think the reason that I haven't seen it is, one, I didn't grow up with it, just for whatever reason, our household didn't get it. Um, but two, it kind of falls into that 80s, 80s fantasy thing again. I'm just, yeah. not, not, not well, my jam. It was, 
well, that one hold came out on, though, that th- one came th- out there were a lot of them that were really good. For instance, Steven Spielberg had a really good way of instilling wonder, like childhood wonder in a movie like E.T., right? This movie, um, although I don't think it was a Spielberg movie. I forgot who it directed wasn't. it. No, it wasn't. Um, Wolfgang Peterson. Peterson. Thank you. Yeah. Um, he he did that very well where he instilled that childhood sense inside of you, even from the very get go. Mm-hmm. before you even get into this magical world. So I'd say go for it, Andrew. It's I, Spielberg, I forgot where I watched it. It's more in line it, with the labyrinth than Willow is. Yeah, okay. it, that's there was a series of I mean, that the 80s and like early, early 90s. There was a series of movies where you were like, this is a kid's movie. But you yeah, watched right. them. And Never Ending Story may be one of the like singularly singularly de- most depressing kids movies I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. it, it, they say they they save it in the end, but I mean, oh, it is, you ruined it for Andrew. Oh, whatever, don't, don't it's been worry. out for his life. Yeah, no, but I'm just He's surprised fine. I haven't seen it because like it was on every VHS in the yeah. 90s prior to like <laughs> it was. Oh, the it was always on story. Disney when Not, I was growing yeah. up. It was yeah. always on Disney when I was growing up. So I just managed to watch it. It was. Well, I don't know. I, for some I reason, that that, that that excited me more than Wrath of Khan. All right, guys. Moving on to our number one picks. Pew, 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 pew. What is your number one pick? Avatar. Solid. See, I remember Never you solid. mentioning <laughs> this one uh, at yeah. some point in time on the show. It. My criteria for this one was where was I? What was going on? You know, all, all that good stuff. And it was 2009. I was, you know, a young 20 something. I had some expendable income, no wife, no kids, had a roommate, saved a lot of money on rent. Um, <laughs> and uh, it, I just, and I went to go see movies all the time. And this is one that people absolutely flocked to, particularly in 3D. And it was <sighs> everywhere yeah. on every message board, on every website, every nerd thing that I did. People talked about it in popular culture. One of the first movies to ever make a billion dollars, maybe maybe the first movie to make a billion dollars or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and I just never, I Man. never made it. I never made it to the theater. I can't fault um, you. I, I think I still stand by my comment. How did you get through two thousand nine without watching this? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I just stayed home apparently. Man, um, wow. And so was it two thousand nine when this movie came out? Mm-hmm. Pretty yeah, sure. December of two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. I remember I watched that one in 3D. We accidentally bought 3D tickets and we're like, eh, yeah. whatever, let's just do it anyway. It was and visually at the time, it was breathtaking. I oh, had yeah. so many people. So, so a lot of your movies have like Sigourney Weaver in them. Do you have a thing against Sigourney Weaver? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Well, only two of the three. And and to be fair, one of them is both of the, technically both two of them are James Cameron movies. So there you, go. you know, okay. he, he likes Sigourney Weaver. That's true. Yeah. Um, too. I saw so many people post selfies in the theater on 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 Facebook and Twitter. Uh, just and hey, MySpace we're going to go. Two thousand. Yeah. Well, no. At that point, MySpace Live was pretty journal. much dead. Live but, journal. <laughs> Friendster. Um, <laughs> oh, pe- people checking into Foursquare and stuff like that. Hey, we're ah, at the theater seeing Avatar oh, for the man. second time. And I was like, I haven't seen it once. I'm not even sure I've seen the trailers. No, so. Avatar was one of those movies you kind of had to see in theaters. If you watched it today, I think you'd miss some of the magic that's there. The world that James Cameron created is pretty remarkable. It the is. The story that it it's is. Uh, that is inside that world 
has been told several times in other properties, but it's it's I, like I Fern still, Gully with better visual yeah. effects and some fighting. I still think but it's there, good, but less Robin Williams, a hundred percent less Robin Williams. <laughs> yeah. Why would I? Why? Right, Fern Gully uh, wins, man. If you watch Fern Gully, you don't need to see. Humans don't have tails; they have big, big bottoms and baggy short. Anyway, well, it is it is on Disney Plus now, so I, I if you get Avatar time is? to watch it, Avatar is mm-hmm. on Disney Plus. It is a Fox yeah, purchase a Fox movie. Um, okay, and sounds good. Uh, I fully intend that you should watch it. Okay, bye. Bye. Not before three amigos. <laughs> Brett, what is your number one pick? I have not seen Spider-Man Far From Home yet. <clears throat> it has been out yeah. for a while and over uh, a year. I don't think yep. that's nearly as egregious as some of the other stuff on your list, though. I mean, that's spirit that's, away. That's, well, yeah, it's, it's because eh, I am all of you such, jokers. Because I'm, I'm such a Marvel it. fan. That's why I'm almost ashamed, not, not for anyone else to know, but simply myself. I'm almost talking to myself like, Brett, why have you not seen this yet? It's yeah. really You're good. Really yeah, it is really big good. Marvel fan. Yeah. It's really good. I mean, they brought Mysterio to the screen in a pretty amazing way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. It's definitely a great take killing on it. it. Yeah. Um, it ties into the MCU really well and kind of explores the legacy of Tony Stark after Avengers Endgame. It's yeah. just, so sad. So sad moment. That is the last Marvel movie we've had, isn't it? I know. Oh, Came out in of July COVID. of 2019. Yeah. And we're going to have to Whoa. wait until 2021 before we see Black Widow. Good is that grief. official? They're not going to put it on Disney Plus? They're pu- So there's a lot of investors that are pushing. I think they okay. should. To put it on Plus. But I think yeah. they won't do it before Soul. Yeah. Which, come, which is Christmas, I believe. Um, oh, okay. Then, yeah, 2021, definitely. What... Uh, why, why should I see Spider-Man Far From Home? Well, it, I mean, it's, it sucks because film. Peter Parker dies about halfway through. <laughs> um, it's it's to, what? Tony Stark comes back from the dead. Um, yeah, Tony Thanos actually returns. takes over the part of... <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't like it near as much as... I do like it, but I don't like it as much as, as uh, Homecoming. You're really um, selling it, Trip. What'd you say? You're really selling this. I, I put yeah, it on par with point. Homecoming. Well, Homecoming I mean, was different again, because Homecoming had the extra, he's coming back to Marvel. Marvel's doing him right. Yeah, I so guess. Yeah. Homecoming had a different level of hype. Um, far From Home is fun. It's a, it's a bridge movie. It's, it's a That's solid a good entry into the yeah. MCU. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would certainly put um, it mid-tier, but the, it is absolutely worth a watch. It's on level of the, Ant-Man. The, the I will oh, say nice. I will say the ending. I'm not I'm not making this up. You will go. Wait, what? At yeah, the yeah. at the tail end of the ending. Yeah, stay nice. all the way. Okay, yes. stay all the way okay. to the end on that yeah. one. All right, guys. So my number one pick. This is probably this is. Are you the, skipping me? You skipping me again? Yeah. Oh, yeah what about I Kevin? You. Sorry. So Kevin. Yes. What's your number <laughs> one pick? The only one in this movie on this list that I actually want to see. 1982 Blade Runner. There you go. Okay. Don't feel bad. I was, I was almost 30 by the time I saw it and I didn't get it. Yeah, dude, I'm 42, man. <laughs> I mean, it, for its time, uh, a lot of these are like for its time, but, but literally for its time, it was revolutionary. Oh yeah. yeah. I know um, that. Yeah. Yeah. I know now, that about all of the movies on my list, but you, I just you don't, back, I just don't see them. Yeah. You go back now, really what would need to carry it is the story at that point. Uh, I think it's Okay. <laughs> But uh, like, let's say this, if I never saw it again, I wouldn't lose any sleep. It requires multiple watch throughs to pick up, uh, to kind of get it, which I didn't necessarily get it. Right up my alley. I know. I can't can't wait to think. (laughs) 
<laughs> it mm. is. It's a thinking man's movie. Um, I'm out. Yeah. Okay. You just ruined the list. So yeah. I'm not going to say any of these things. What is, since there are about 11 different cuts of this movie, what is everybody's pick? I mean, has, has anybody in this chat seen the director's I, cut, producer's cut, the theatrical cut, the uncut version? I mean, I honestly <laughs> couldn't tell you. This is one movie that keeps popping up periodically that, yeah, I could see why some people like well, it's it. It's a cult but classic. I, I, but I don't, yeah. I, I truly don't understand the, the, frenzy that there is inside of that cult classic around this yeah. like it's it's got good moments to it i'm not knocking that it doesn't have value sure but i just i i, I don't get it i've got like it back to the future better i need back to the go future is such an underrated sci-fi film i know i it's know such I, an underrated i need film. to go back and watch it again because when i watched it i went in with this word. expectation that it was going to blow my mind uh, and I thought it was going to be this awesome action film. And there's like maybe six shots, like six it's, pistol it's shots slow. in the entire movie. <laughs> it is it's very a slow so film. I, I need yeah. to go back as a 35 year old with a little more maturity and, and, and see if the story does speak to me, if there's anything yeah. in that, that makes me go, yeah. And now, okay, this is about what it's like to be human or, you know, talk, talks okay. about the human experience or something. And now like that, that I know kind of what more to expect with it, maybe that'll change something if I went back and watched it a second time, but as of right now, I, like it's a classic. It keeps getting referenced. Kevin, you should watch it once just to say that you have. But it's, there's I, a lot I of things I should do it. once just to say that I have. And uh-huh. I'm, just, yeah, I'm just, either. just watch it in second screen. You know, watch it and look at your phone. Yeah, <laughs> just, sounds good. Yeah. All right, my number, Downton Abbey. Right. All right, my number one pick. Um, I'm an animation major, and I am absolutely ashamed to say that I have never seen the nightmare before Christmas. You are Ugh. missing nothing. Oh, really? I was about nothing. to say, like, I completely disagree. Okay. What? I, that movie is that, on in my house like twice a week. My, every okay. single one of my kids loves this film. Really? Wow. Yeah. Same, see, I, with, same. With no pressure from dad other than, Hey, watch see, this movie. I'm not, I'm not a Halloween fan necessarily. And I am not a Tim Burton fan. Do you know the premise and, of the movie at all? Uh, Halloween town and he gets transported to some Christmas village or so something. So Jack Skellington is like the, the head guy of Halloween, similar to Voiced like by Santa or Easter Bunny. Voiced by Danny Elfman. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Yep. Of and so Oingo he, Boingo and movie soundtrack fame. Yes. <laughs> so he, Jack gets tired of Halloween essentially and thinking that there's more that he could do more out of life. And he stumbles upon Christmas town and all the wonderful things that Christmas brings. So then he has the ghouls and the ghosts and everybody within Halloween sort of take over Christmas. They kidnap Santa, and then Jack delivers presents as if he was Santa. But Jack is the only one in Halloween that gets the spirit of Christmas. And everybody else is trying to do all these Christmassy things in a Halloween way, like severed severed heads and presents for kids. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually Felicity's favorite part of the film. She watched it when she was like four or five for the first time. And I was like, oh man, that part's coming up when this guy pills this shrunken head out of this. And she just died laughing. I'm like, all right, good. I'm going to like you. Good job. Brent's (laughs) eyes are glazing over right now. Wow. It's like, yeah, you lost me at Halloween. But there's tons, there's tons of great music, um, original scores in this film. It's very much a musical. It's it's kind of a short film. I think it's like an hour twenty, yeah, hour thirty. Well, stop motion. So stop motion. It's a lot um, of work. There's a great episode in that Disney Plus series that um, prop prop culture. I think is what yeah, it's yeah, called. Yeah. There's yeah. a great episode about Nightmare Before Christmas in it where they talk about the script for the film. 
There was no rewrites. They wrote the fi- they Oh wow. They wrote it in that like That does not happen. They wrote it in like 3 days. Um and basically what they wrote is what they got. Man. Um, okay. But the production value of this is awesome. It's fun. I I notice little things in the background every every different time and other things like how do they do that with stop motion? And this the story okay. is just so it's really fun. That's a, that's a really good argument. Counterpoint. No. um no so i've seen it twice i saw it um uh uh, you know several christmases ago and but i watched it by myself without faith she was at a family thing or something like that and then (laughs) she's like she's like like, i want to she's like i think i want to see it just to say that i have and we both watched it and you know we're in agreement i don't get it from a technical standpoint similar to a lot of the movies on these lists it is it's amazing to think that they put that many hours into it. I am a Tim Burton fan. So I went in fully expecting to enjoy it. Mm. Um, mm. Even though, so just to be clear, he produced it, um, but he did not direct it. Oh, uh, okay. Right. Or, but, but mm. he, that's correct. And all the characters are based on his artwork. So if you don't right. like Tim Burton right. art, you're yeah, probably not going to like it either. Well, Tim see, Burton. that's the thing. Yeah. I do like, the, I do like Tim, Tim, Tim Burton's artwork. I think I've got a book of his poetry somewhere in my house, um, which includes, which oh. includes, a what? lot of his, a lot of, yeah, he's got a book of poetry with his own mm-hmm. little illustrations. Do not show it to your kids. Okay. Uh, but, but it is, um, Tim is I also just, one of the writers I, as well. I didn't find, yes, I did not find the, I didn't find the music that great. I didn't love the songs. Awesome. I did. What can I say? Uh, and I, <laughs> I just, I just don't get why it has this huge cult following. I can't, I can't wrap my head. So basically every reason that Kevin likes it, I pretty much don't care. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> oh, great. Well, now I'm so thoroughly just, confused. It's just, go see it because you are I'm an animation, I'm yeah, animation I guy, really but to. it's just not my, I, it just didn't scratch this where is, I itch. It's not my taste. Be one, this is going to be one that I go into like kicking and screaming. Basically like I sit down mm-hmm. and be big frown on my face going into it. Like her. Well, why see it then? If because you know you're not going to like it, just don't watch it. He might be part of the cult following. I mean, this awesome. is a movie. This can, is a movie where people where people from the movie will get up on stage and actually and, and sing with an entire orchestra behind them. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's clearly had an impact. So I think it's worth watching. But and your kids you know, will love it too. There's nothing. That, there's nothing less like crazy. Like your kids can watch it and be fine. Well, the shrunken we'll head was probably the worst part. Maybe we'll do a follow up episode was. where it's like okay. You know, Trip. What did you think of Avatar, Brett? How about you and Spider Man: Far From Home? We'll figure something yeah. out. I'm not watching anything on my list. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's bad. It all Just, sucks. Not really. But if we need Kevin, he'll be on his front porch telling kids to get off his lawn. Yeah, get away. <laughs> or I'll just be on my phone. Yeah, you guys talk. Whatever. Get off my lawn. Well, hey, next up, we got our fan question of the week, and uh, we got a good one this one. So let's stick around. This next segment is brought to you by Maleshko. Making videos should be fast and fun. Find out how at Maleshko.com. That's M-I-L-E-S-H-K-O.com. Or you can go to dadgumnerds.com slash sponsors and it'll take you straight there. Thanks, guys. Our fan question of the week this week comes from Spencer Thompson. Again? None other than Spencer, Spencer, Spencer Thompson. Yeah, yeah. Spencer, Spencer do you have a job? via the website. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're glad you have he's a wife, here. right? Do you know her name? Sorry. Anyway, keep going. Sorry, no, Spencer. Actually, we love you. He actually has uh, something that is the exact opposite that we talked about. So it, this came in at a good time. Hmm. But he recently sat down and watched Singing in the Rain with his wife. Good, good movie. movie. Uh, he had good forgotten movie. how much of an impact a single movie had had on his life. 
Uh, he watched the movie over a hundred times when he was growing up. So do you have a movie that you've watched over and over and over again? I think oh. there's two questions here, actually. Okay. And it's what movie do you watch or can you watch over and over and over again? Okay. And what movie had the biggest impact on your life? Okay. Yeah. I think there's actually mm. two questions here, Spencer. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll take point. it. We'll take it. So for me, um, so I don't have a lot of movies that I watch over and over and over again because I always want to move on to the next one and see mm. what else is what else is out there. But the Feed movies me. that I could watch over and over again. <laughs> Feed me, Seymour. Such a good movie. Uh, like all puppies of, with all, a BB all, gun. All of the all of the Bourne movies. Uh, I could watch ah. Bourne, Identity, Ultimatum, and especially, excuse me, uh, Supremacy, and especially Ultimatum. Mm-hmm. The two movies that probably had the biggest impact on me couldn't be more different: uh, Casablanca <laughs> and Minority okay. Report. Casablanca is a great movie. Wow. Yeah. Minority Report is solid. C I. I, I didn't see Casablanca till I was a junior or senior in college and I, they showed it in one of my classes and I was, I was, I was absolutely glued to the screen because you it was it. so well, it was so well written. Yeah. So movies like that are ones that I really enjoy. Um, just for they're the ones that I was like that they inspired me, you know, minority report for its visuals and the world that it had created Casablanca for the writing like I want to, I want to write stuff like that. I want, I love, I love snappy dialogue, snappy patter. Um, Guy Ritchie movies are just a guilty pleasure of mine because there's so much snark and jabs in them. You know, it's fast. Okay. Now you go. Okay. So the two movies that probably changed my life the most was when I was young. I most movies probably. Um, Goonies, which I saw in the theater. Oh Yeah. <laughs> And I also saw this movie in the theater and it, I saw this one, the only movie I've ever seen with my grandparents in the theater. It was just me and my grandparents and it was who framed Roger rabbit. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You brought that up several times. Yeah. So those yeah. two movies probably just cause at the time when I saw Goonies, I think it was like eight or nine when it came out in theaters. Um, I was like, Oh, this is a bunch of kids like doing stuff that they probably shouldn't be doing. So this is awesome. Doing stuff. <laughs> that's, the, that's the tagline of the movie. Yeah. Come see this movie. Doing, bunch of kids doing stuff. Doing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> doing stuff. And then Roger Rabbit, it was, at, for, at the time, there was nothing that could compare to that oh, sort no. of film in terms of what it does. And that was just, wow, this is amazing. Uh, movies I could watch over and over again. Uh, the first Incredibles film. I love that movie. It's I could so watch good. that. Oh, yeah. A ton. Um, Princess Bride, probably. Mm, it's a good one. Oh, yeah. That, Classic. I've seen that many times. Yeah. I'm right. not left handed. So I, I have this weird paradox that happens in my brain that when I put a film up on my it's my absolute favorite shelf, mm-hmm. um, I almost don't watch it again hmm. because, yeah, I'm like, I'm afraid I'm going to ruin it and I want to make sure that it stays special. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of my favorite films that I have. I have only seen probably three-ish times. It's weird. Sure. I'm, I'm, Mine I'm the really same way. Weird. Like I didn't, I didn't list my favorite film, but I could, I could watch that over and over again, but I tended to be like Andrew and just sort of put it on a shelf well, and be like, yeah. contrary to my wife who like her favorite films are Jurassic Park and Lord of the Rings. And they're on almost constantly in our house. <laughs> I thought you were going to say nice. contrary to my wife who I see no, every no, no, no. day as opposed no, 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 to no. her aside. <laughs> <laughs> no, nope. I love you, honey. I love you, honey. <laughs> 
Um, but a movie that I have seen over and over and over again, though, is A Bug's Life. And I can just about yeah, quote really? that thing from front to back. Yeah, yeah. Such a good movie. Like, no joke. I could, I that got the music rolling in my head right now. I'm lost. Where's the line? And, you know, yeah. I, I almost from head to so, tail, I can quote that. Being thing. a ladybug automatically makes me a girl. Is that <laughs> it, Flyboy? Ah, like, she's a guy. All right. I, I just, think we I got can it. keep going. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know it's a rock. I spent plenty of time around rocks. But it's a rock. <laughs> but it's a rock. Brad, how about Man. you? So I, the movie that impacted me the most in my life um, was, was Passion of the Christ. Uh, being a Christian, unabashedly, uh, after seeing that movie, you truly you just do not had understand. to bring religion into it. <laughs> you truly <laughs> do not know the entirety of the the salvation story until you see that that movie well uh, now my can't... pick sucks yeah no i'm, just, I'm not saying y'all do but but that <laughs> but i'm just saying I'm, i came out yeah. of that movie theater sobbing i'm uh, just saying i've got more jewels in my crown in heaven now no, that I'm, just, I'm serious that, that it, no. it, 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 it was a huge impact on my life to like well it was a great if, film if he really did is. that then yeah. how much more should i be serving people that i know around me yeah. You know, I just remember being exhausted after I had seen that movie. Yeah. I've seen I it just once. remember having to pee when <laughs> I was in the theater. <laughs> yeah. I saw that movie that's about three what, or four times in the theater. So Brett, <laughs> Brett thinks about that movie and is like, this has changed my life. I've got to change my entire perspective on life. And you think about that movie and go, I really got to pee right no, now. And they're, I, and they're brothers. So they're, they're brothers. Pointed yes. out, they're brothers. So they were raised by the same parents. So right. One, I got to pee. And the other one is I got to rethink my life. No, that I, <laughs> first time I saw that film, I had to use the restroom so bad. And but you felt like you were sitting if you walked and, out. Yeah, didn't basically you? couldn't pay attention to the movie because I was about to blow. Golly. So good. Well, a movie that I would watch, though, but I wouldn't want to watch that movie over and over and over again because it's so heavy. It's super yeah. heavy. Um, now, a movie I could watch over and over and over again, The Last Samurai. Oh, that's, oh a good, that's a good one. That's oh, a really, really good, good one. I that's truly one think favorites. deep down inside, every single man wants to be the main character in that movie. Do that um, final charge. I know it. I know it. And if, if I was going to die any way in my life, it would be that way. Can we Throwing can we a samurai sword into your enemy from horseback about 100 feet away? Uh, okay. <laughs> Don't you? Do you not remember that? Do you not remember that? Oh, yeah. He ch- he he spear chucked his samurai sword into Tony Goldwyn. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He killed yeah, the voice the, of Tarzan. And you say Tarzan. you're a fan. Yeah. No, sorry. He Tarzan. <laughs> so, yeah, that, there was a lot of sword throwing in that movie, if you remember correctly. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, a great film. Yeah, it's oh, a good one. Yeah. Well, guys, if you want to submit a question to us, if you want to tell us about your favorite films that you've seen over and over again, you can always go to dadgumnerds.com slash contact and send us your thoughts and your comments. We will always read those, and your question may just end up on the shows like Spencer's. Spencer. All right, well, let's wrap this thing up. Got a closing thoughts and pun cap for you in just a second, so we'll be right back. Got a question for the dads? Got a joke that makes your kids groan? You want a specific topic on the podcast? Then head to dadgumnerds.com contact and send us your thoughts. We read every submission, and you might just hear it on the podcast. Again, that's dadgumnerds.com slash contact, and we'll catch you later, dadgumnerds. All right, any closing thoughts before we go? 
I just can't stop thinking about what Brett said. It just was like a lead balloon. I went the opposite way. I was like, how much did Andrew drink before this movie started? <laughs> <laughs> At least he went last instead of first. If he went first and then we were like, oh. <laughs> I would have preferred that. I could have at least rolled with it and gone, okay, yeah. um, so I really loved uh, Schindler's List. Uh, because, <laughs> you, know. you suckers all need to see Spirited Away. I don't know what I'm doing a podcast yeah. with you guys for if you haven't seen yeah, it. we probably should. Won a freaking <laughs> Academy Award. Go watch the dang movie. There's on, lots of Academy Award winners that I haven't seen. That, 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 that is true. Where do I find it? Where do I find it? Uh, I think you can rent it on Amazon for like three bucks for right now. I don't think it's on a streaming service. Oh my gosh, it's two hours. Who has that kind of time? It's so good. (laughs) I'm a dad. I barely have time to watch a hot dog heat up in the microwave. (laughs) (laughs) Go watch some more blues. There you go. That's digestible right there. We're going from Miyazaki to Bluey. Bluey's awesome. Bluey is is awesome. It is good. Thank you, Kevin, for that recommendation. I slipped on me beans. (laughs) <laughs> all right guys well thank you so much for listening right now we actually need your help starting in january of this coming year we are going to be kicking off some fun and exciting things for you guys in that That's order fun store. and exciting yes uh we need your input on what you like about the podcast so far so when you what get you a like? spare moment what don't you like yeah but when you get a spare moment because it's 2020 and like apparently Andrew. everyone is just sitting around on their hands right I'm, sitting around who are sitting these around people? use your hands uh, when you get a workshop. second, head to dadgumnerds.com slash survey. Again, it's dadgumnerds.com slash survey. Shut up, guys. And within <laughs> two minutes, no joke, your thoughts can have a direct impact on our content when the new year starts. And to sweeten the deal, if you fill out our super quick survey before December 31st, 2020. Uh, no, you cannot, Kevin. You can enter your name into a drawing for a $25 Amazon gift card. So far, we only have a handful Whoa. of entries, so your chances are pretty good right now. So if you guys want in on that survey and Amazon money, head to dadgumnerds.com slash survey. We'd love to hear your input and give you some Amazon credit. Speaking of which, we actually have had a few responses so far saying that uh, they would like to leave a review outside of Apple Podcasts. Well, by golly, we got you covered. Uh, if you go to dadgumnerds.com slash, yep. Jay Willikers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Just head to dadgumnerds.com slash review. Again, that's dadgumnerds.com slash review. And we made it easy for you to share your rating or review in a few different places outside of Apple Podcasts. So, again, that's dadgumnerds.com slash review. Uh, was anybody keeping track of the pun count around here? I said Zach's not here. I, did, I don't care personally. So I always keep track. So what did we get, Kevin? None. Zero. Big fat zero. Awesome. I knew I felt good today. Zach, you're you're writhing over there in your little cottage, but well, he's not even uh, in our time zone right now. He's on a trip right now. So I'll just say this real quick. Uh, Zach gave me a hard time the other day. For anybody who wants to know, I am typically the one who is writing the write-ups and the um, summaries for our podcasts, and um, but Zach is usually the one that posts them. And when we were doing our Harry Potter one. Um, he said, hey, Trip, why don't you make like J.K. Rowling and actually write something for so I can post it? <laughs> and I wanted to fire back. I wanted to fire back. Hey, Zach, why don't you make like Dumbledore and die so we can replace you? <laughs> <laughs> but I did not because I didn't want it to escalate. But I feel like since he's not here and he's going to be listening to this. 
I just want you to know. He's going to listen to it. Zach, I just want you to know I could have retaliated, but I love you very much and I chose not to. Can we we keep that? Yeah, we can. I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's all we got for you today. Again, thank you guys so much for listening and we will catch you later, dadgum nerds. Have a good one, guys. Bye. Take care. Be sure to check out Dadgum Nerds on Facebook and Instagram. If you want to know what the dads are up to, get the latest updates on the show, or constantly laugh with us along the way, then you can find us on social media at Dadgum Nerds. That's at Dadgum Nerds, spelled D-A-D-G-U-M-N-E-R-D-S. Catch you later, Dadgum Nerds.